Hey guys, welcome to Psychology Hacks. Today we're gonna to be talking about some better decision-making and learning skills. If you like what you hear, be sure to like and subscribe. Let's get right into it. So when you're faced with a lot of different options, your mind tends to get overwhelmed pretty easily. Um, so the first thing you wanna do is start by narrowing your focus. Our brains like to reduce things to maybe two or three options at once. It kind of turns everything into these little folders and subfolders or these, these little categories and it just breaks things down and so imagine that you're trying to learn the piano. When you first sit down to the piano, everything seems so complicated. There's a lot of information to take in. Uh, you're talking about like doing chord progressions with one hand while you're playing a melody with another hand, and then it goes from one thing to another. And at first you've got to like really stop and think about every single note that you play, right? Super overwhelming. So what you do is you start by just playing those chords individually. Once you don't have to think about the chords, so if, if you're trying to think, okay, I want to play an F chord, then a G chord, then you know, whatever, uh, if you had to stop and think about each individual note, so you got to think, okay, F, A, C for this note, and then, you know, that, that takes up a lot of time. You can't think that quickly, like, um, to, to play an entire song. I mean, you can't think through it like that. You have to make it muscle memory. And so that's why you start with these, these basic things, and then your brain will start to kind of group everything together. So instead of thinking about the individual notes in a chord, you'll just think that chord and that's it. And your, your fingers just automatically know to go there because it's become unconscious. It's an intuitive thing for you at this point, right? And that's the place you want to get to because that's when you can start to do more. You, you start to automate things a little bit. Your brain's not going to get as overloaded with information once it has these basics down. The, the problem is that a lot of, it seems like common sense, but a lot of people, they really just don't take the time to get these basics down. And you know, the piano seems like kind of an obvious example, but this really applies to anything in life, anything new that you undertake, like if it's a new job or um, a, new, a new class in college, whatever it is, if you don't start with the basics, you're gonna get overwhelmed pretty easily if it's a complicated thing. And so what happens in that case is your brain starts thinking, okay, I have to break this down into categories because I can't process more than one thing at once. Um, the, the last podcast, I think we talked about how your brain can't actually multitask. So it can only focus on one thing at once. Now, it can have these unconscious habits that are kind of running in the background, like these programs that are just going uh, without us actually thinking about them, but we can't give conscious attention to more than one thing at once. So if we're playing the piano, we can't also um, you know, hold a conversation unless we're really good at the piano and like we don't have to think about it at all, right? Just how like if you are out for a run, if, if, if you're just kind of at a jog, you know, nothing too crazy, you can hold a conversation. But once you start going faster than that, once you actually start pushing yourself, your brain's like, okay, I have to actually think about running faster. So then it takes away that attention from the conversation and you start to notice that your conversation falters. And if you try to focus on your conversation and pick that up again, then you start slowing down. It's just because you can't really focus on more than one thing at once, but you can do certain unconscious habits uh, while you do other things. So when your brain's looking to try to break things down, if you don't give it a way to break it down in a way that makes sense, so if you don't say, okay, well, the piano's overwhelming, but I'm gonna start with just the chords. I'm gonna learn how to play chords really well, and then I'm gonna learn some progressions, and then I'll, I'll take it from there. If you don't give your brain that, more than likely what's gonna happen is it's gonna say, okay, well, the categories I have are either do this, don't do this, or I'll do it later. Right? So it kind of makes that decision for you. You don't want it to do that because more often than not, 
you're actually gonna choose the easier option unless you have an extremely powerful motivation for doing this. But even then, your brain's just wired to choose the more efficient option. So if you can't clearly define why you're doing something and you can't find ways to make it simple and easier for yourself, you're probably not going to do it. So start by making things easy for yourself. Break things down into the most fundamental aspects that you possibly can and then turn these things into a habit. Habits help us because they automate our behaviors. They, that just, it frees up space in our minds to think about other things like what I talked about earlier. So some of the ways that you can turn actions into habits, one is repetition. Honestly, it's probably the best one, uh, but it's also one that is kind of common sense. Like you know you, you have to practice this over and over again until you just don't even have to think about it. But one thing that people don't talk about a lot is it's kind of it's counterintuitive for sure, but you actually want to make things difficult for yourself. And it, it, I know it's, it seems weird, but when you, when you make things easy, um, it, it gets to a point where you stop thinking about it, but you haven't actually attained that sense of you know mastery over it, and you're just you're not paying attention to it anymore. But it's not actually getting into your unconscious mind. When you force yourself to when you make things difficult for yourself, it forces you to actually pay attention and to focus more. So a good example, imagine that you're reading and you look back over the last five pages and think, what did I just read? I mean, I do this all the time and I, I make it a point to actually try to recall as much as I possibly can and I, I take frequent stops. I still, it's difficult. Like you think back, what did I read the last five pages? More often than not, you don't even know. You don't even know what you read on this last page. And so it's really important to actually take times, um, take breaks and actually go back over everything that you just learned and recall it as much as possible. Because what's happening is right now it's in short-term memory. And the if you don't ever give your brain a reason to think that it's important, then it's not ever going to actually store it in long-term memory. So I think back to books that I read in high school, and I'm like, I might, I might remember a little bit of that, like a couple of key concepts or maybe a few stories, but I really don't remember much of that information, you know? And so the way to combat that is to actually tell your brain, hey, this is important. I need you to store it in my long-term memory. And at the same time, there are certain things that I did learn back in high school that I still remember to this day very, very clearly because I remember stopping and pausing and saying, no, 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 this is super important. If I take nothing away from this book besides this one thing, it will have all been worth it. Like this is really good information. That kind of stuff I remember because I stopped and I would go back over and over and over again. Like, do I still remember that? Yes, I still remember that. I need to explain it to myself. I need to uh, talk about the implications of what this means. I need to figure out ways to apply this. I need to teach it to other people, right? So that's a really good learning technique is to actually just go back and put as much conscious attention into it as, as you possibly can. The more your brain pulls that information out, the more it strengthens those neural pathways. It's a real physical thing. Like you're making actual connections in your brain. This is not like a psychological thing. I mean, I mean it is, but like you're, you're actually physically making changes in your brain. And that's why it's so difficult at first because those pathways aren't there. You're not used to remembering information that you just learned two minutes ago, right? I mean, can you remember what I started talking about first in this podcast? So active learning is super important and your homework for today is to actually, once this podcast is over, think back and try to remember everything that you learned in it. It's gonna be hard at first, but remember as many key points as possible, list them out, remind yourself of them, uh, imagine, okay, how can I apply this? What was the general story? Uh, you know, How useful is this to me? And then imagine that you're explaining it to somebody else. You know, Break it down and give that information to somebody else, whether it's actually in your head or if you actually wanna go out there and do that for somebody. 
this will help you learn it a lot better. Let me know what you guys think. Thank you for listening. Have a great day. I mean, if you stop and think about it for a minute, you'll probably remember. But if you don't, you'll more than likely have forgotten by tomorrow, right? Like you might remember the gist of this. You might remember the theme of it or like one or two things. But you want to remember as much of the useful information as you can. And the reason I think reading is such a good example of this is because reading is a very passive thing. Like you're not actively doing something. And passive learning is it's very limited. I mean, you're, you'll get something out of it more than likely, but it's not nearly the same. I mean, think about if you're doing something for the first time and somebody tells you, okay, you do this, you do this, you do this over and over again, as opposed to you actually doing it three or four times. It's a huge difference. Like you learn it so much better when you actually physically do it. So when you're talking about um, it, whether it's reading, whether it's playing piano, or whether it's, it's anything, the more you actually force your brain to make those connections stronger, you actually dig it up, you actually apply it as much as possible, you're basically just giving your brain a reason to say, hey, this is important, remember it. It's, it's giving you incentive to actually kind of store that, right?